the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our Church of the Week program, Baron Wiley. And thank you for listening to AM630 KSLR. Yes, it's our KSLR Church of the Week program. We do it every week where we get to honor a local church right here in San Antonio. And I think there's about, I don't know, two or 3,000 churches in San Antonio. That might be the case, serving a population of 2 million people around our great city. And we need good churches in this town as we boldly proclaim the name of Jesus on this radio station. But we're only an amplifier. We need these men and women in the trenches. And today we're here to recognize and honor Momentum Bible Church. I'm Baron Wiley, and it's my honor to have here in the KSLR studios the pastor of Momentum Bible Church, Pastor Steve Teal. How you doing, Baron? You're asking me, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. I well, mean, I think this is such a cool ministry that KSLR does. So I want to thank you for doing this. Uh, it's a big blessing for us churches just to get the word out. So thank you, man. Thanks. Well, Again, it's our joy and it's our honor to do it because, again, I say this all the time, if the local church uh, doesn't thrive, then we, Salem Media Group here in San Antonio, doesn't survive. We have to do these kind of things and invest in local church because, well, you know what? You need uh, an Aaron and a and a her on both I sides like of you it. to help you out there, too. And we do that with our pastor appreciation uh, events. We do uh, workshops throughout the year that uh, I want you to be a part of but I'm you know what to. yeah you're, you're already part of this station and i'm kind of embarrassed about this if i can tell real quick <laughs> of course <laughs> i'm driving up uh, bull Verde road and evans there and i see a, a a banner over the intersection there and it says momentum bible church and i was like wow that's a new one i need to go call on these guys and make sure that they're you know invited to be a part of the club and so i go to your site and i leave a message through your portal there which yeah. is just very generic and right. i say my name's baron kslr please call me da, da, da. and it's you <laughs> And I know you. <laughs> I didn't know that you were the momentum guy because, well, you're already on the station through the San Antonio Beacon. So before right. we get into the church, right. then, yeah. tell us about what you're doing with the, with the San Antonio Beacon. Oh, man. Baron, I'm having so much fun. I get to host the Beacon radio show. Yeah. Uh, people know the Beacon newspaper goes out to 40,000, 50,000 people each month. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then we got this chance with KSLR to start Beacon radio show. And so um, our executive producer, Keith Leslie, he knows a lot of ministry. Kind of like you do, a lot of ministries going on in this great city. Right. And so he brings me guests, and then I just get to talk to these amazing difference makers. And I'm telling you, every time we record a show, I'm so blessed. I mean, I come away just. Uh, amazed by what God is doing, and it encourages me. So, yeah, we air, air that every Saturday at noon here on KSLR, and uh, it's a lot of fun, and it blesses me, and I'm hope, hoping that it's blessing listeners, too. Well, KSLR appreciates our relationship with the San Antonio Beacon as as we use the airwaves, and you actually yeah. are penetrating neighborhoods uh, with this magazine. It works here. together. It's a beautiful thing. It works together, and Baron, you know, um, some people, if they go back long enough, may remember in the early 2000s, you got to go back, we did an event here in San Antonio, Pray Before You Play. Yeah. And we brought in a uh, band, Caveman's Call, and we brought in some af- uh, athletes, ex-athletes as speakers and current athletes at the time. 
And uh, we filled up Kamalander Stadium. It wasn't even Kamalander Stadium yeah. at the time, five or 6,000. And uh, it was really awesome to bring the community together to pray. And one of a big part of that was KSLR, even back then, helping us to get the word out. And uh, it was pretty amazing. So uh, I just I just have nothing but love for KSLR. Oh, thank you, sir. Now, that's part of your story there when with with your Be Bold Ministries. Is that what? Very bold, very, very bold, bold ministries. Sorry, yeah. Very bold. Yes, of yeah. course. Well, then, I like let, that too. Be let, bold. That would have worked. <laughs> that's from that's from Second Corinthians three twelve. Therefore, okay. since we have such a hope, we are very bold. And God put that on my heart a long time ago, and that's when we started doing prayer ministries. I was uh, not just prayer ministry, but other ministries, writing some books and things. And I was on staff at a church here in town, Northern Hills Church, Mm -hmm. and had been there for quite a while. And then God put in my heart one day, hey, uh, you need to have – he didn't say hey, but he he communicated to my heart, uh, it's time to have a prayer rally, and uh, it should be called Pray Before You Play. Now, here's how it works with me, Baron. I love ideas. I love just good ideas. And when God put that on my heart, this is back when the Supreme Court had said no more prayer before football games. Mm -hmm. That's out. And so um, I felt like God said on my heart, let's have a prayer rally. How about if the goal of responding to this is instead of being angry, instead of saying the Lord's Prayer out loud just to show them, how about if we just have more prayer? And so God put that on my heart. This is what I mean by I love ideas. I'm like, God, that is such a cool idea. This was maybe in the spring, maybe even getting into the summer. And I knew the rally needed to be before school started, like in August. And so I said, God, how about we do this next year? Because I love the idea. I just want to marinate in it. Just want to think what a cool idea. And God's like, no, you got to do it now. And so I had to go to my boss and uh, he was getting used to my crazy ideas and everything. So I shared that. And uh, thank God he was supportive. You know, I said, this is not going to help this church. This is going to help the city which is what KSLR does. Mm -hmm. This is what Beacon does, is Mm -hmm. the whole city. And so I love that synergy. And that's what happened. Uh, You know, we wound up that first one, I think about 500 people. We wound up being national news, which was kind of crazy how God did that. And some of that was Don Harris at Channel 4. Some of that was KSLR. I mean, uh, and Express News put us on the front page. And uh, but it was, you know, it was kind of cool as a lesson in humility uh, because it's so funny where the front page Express News, they took a picture of one of our girls uh, praying and it was beautiful and uh, front page, big deal, you know, and then uh, the denominational paper came out about a month later and we were page two of the denominational paper and then the church newsletter. I'm not even kidding you. We were page three of the church newsletter, which is hilarious to me. I loved it. But our church was so supportive of us, and, uh, and it was pretty awesome. So anyway, so that's that's Momentum Bible Church. Oh, wait, that's a lot of other things. Yeah, that's exactly. very bold ministries. Let's, let's stay back there, Lynn, and I want to hear your story. Well, okay, uh, yours is a story that says, you know, it's not too late. Oh, man, what are you saying? I'm really old. I'm not saying that Oh my, He definitely said what that. I'm saying. Baron, you definitely said that. <sighs> Busted again. <laughs> Let's, you know what? You're right. You're right. Because you're not from San Antonio. Not originally. Yeah. We've been here 22 years, though. Right. So it feels like it. I mean, I'm wearing the Spurs shirt for a God reason. bless you. Yeah. <laughs> Blessed be the name of the Lord. <laughs> Thanks to David Robinson and Avery Johnson and, and those guys who laid the foundation for all this. I know. Otherwise, too, but... we might be the Austin Spurs right yeah. now. So I'm really thankful for those guys. And I'm thankful for that one bad year where we got to draft Tim Duncan and not Keith Van Horn. Yeah. So uh, it all Avery worked Johnson out. Avery Johnson said, we got the ping pong ball. <laughs> With, uh, Tim Duncan. Oh, t- yeah, that was a good time. Oh, my gosh, that that was good. Oh, thank you. That was good. Good Avery Johnson, man. <laughs> right. He's not here with us. It's just Baron and me. But. That's right. 
So let's let, yeah. go back. Go back to the beginning there, and getting yeah. to San Antonio, and yeah. how do you got into the ministry? Yeah, boy, I tell you what. Yeah, we got to go back because I'm 50 years old, and and we've just started this church really officially, officially in 2016, but we did start meeting in 2015. And so I do tell people, man, I feel like the oldest church starter since Moses. Mm -hmm. You know, Moses was 80, so uh, anyway. (laughs) But uh, I do feel that way sometimes. But even going back, um, I went to college in Tulsa at Oral Roberts University. And a great experience, and absolutely the best thing was I met my wife, Chris, um, who – Gosh, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. She's just wonderful. So, and it's been that way every step of you the way. You met her in Bible college. You met her at ORU. Uh, ORU, yeah, it's not a not a Bible college per right, se. Right, right, it's right. a four year sort of deal. And I did study Bible there and psychology. So we had you know about four thousand undergrad students at the time. And mm-hmm. at the time in the eighties, we we're talking about the eighties. It was a right. very controversial time, and so we had lots of news media and everything. Mm-hmm. Exciting time at ORU. It always is. Mm-hmm. I met her, and then uh, we got married. Well, we, I. I graduated and moved out to California to go to Fuller Seminary. Yes. And uh, loved it out there. Thought it'd be cool, uh, you know, to go ahead and if you're going to study, study out in Southern California. And uh, so we got married and then uh, and uh, kept working on my degree. And during that time, I really started to think this kind of crazy thought of uh, what would it be to start a church. Now, that was a long time ago, Baron. Mm-hmm. I and mean, that was 25 years ago that I first started thinking uh, man, it'd be cool to start a church. And one of the reasons I was thinking that way was because um, I'd been a youth pastor at a church there in Alhambra, California. I bet you haven't heard of that one. <laughs> yeah. Say it again. Alhambra. Oh, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alhambra. La yeah, La Habra. La Habra, Habra. Yeah. yeah. There's That's different. All, yeah, it's a little different. Okay. So, But I was a youth pastor out there and had a little bit bumpy experience, not with the church, but working with the senior pastor. So at 25 years old, I'm thinking, you know, it'd just be easier to start a church. Mm-hmm. 25, you know, you think certain things that you think different when you're 50. But uh, <laughs> I started studying and considering what that would look like. In fact, we moved a couple of years ago just across 1604. Uh, and I was going through some old stuff that mm-hmm. it collected, and I found some notes from seminary that was talking about what my church would look like, ah, which is wow. crazy. So um, so uh, finished seminary and then felt just kind of strangely called to San Antonio, didn't know what that meant or anything, and thank God um, he, had a, he had a plan, mm-hmm. and I did get to work uh, with my mentor, Milton Lewis, at Northern Hills Church, mm-hmm. and uh, incredible uh, blessing and opportunities there. And even during that time, uh, there was a time when I felt, again, that that hunger to start a church. And so I went to Milton, uh, great supportive boss. Like I said, got, had to get used to those crazy ideas. And I'm like, man, I, th- I, think, uh, I think God wants me to start a church. And at the time, I really thought God was calling me out to Phoenix. Don't know why, don't know. Uh, went out and looked at Phoenix, talked to a church out there, a uh, mm-hmm. pretty big church out there. And uh, the doors just kind of shut. And so my my boss at the time, Milton, said, well, Steve, how about if you just did that here? Like we kind of create a church within a church. Bless his heart. What a great vision. This guy is kingdom minded. And so Milton um, really not just said, go ahead and do it on Saturday nights, but I mean, funded it and everything. So we were this church within the church called Night Song. And Baron, we were really cutting edge mm. at that time. You know, this is 97. And so we were really trying to reach an unchurched crowd. 
people thought if they walk in the church, you know, the roof is going to cave in on them. Right. And so we really tried some different things. We used some movie clips that at the time just a few churches were kind of dabbling with, mm-hmm. and, and we really went for it. And thanks again to Northern Hills Church that they were supportive. You know, that was a time when you would have a debate about whether or not there'd be a screen in the sanctuary. Right. And they went for it. They got on board, and we were able to reach um, – a lot of people and and really at a certain point god just put in my heart you know we visited one of those uh mega churches but i think they're mecca churches for christians i went, went to willow creek uh-huh. and god spoke to my heart as uh luis palau was speaking and he said he quoted from timothy do the work of an evangelist well i came back to our ministry night song and said okay i'm going to do that and started presenting very clear invitations to accept jesus and the very first time that we did that a young man stood up, um, Brian McLean, and he is in the presence of God now. Mm-hmm. And thank God that he put that on my heart. And not only that he put that on my heart, but he put on the heart of our team, people like Cindy Johnson and Mickey Johnson, uh, Becky Johnson at the time, Becky Ritchie now, to love Brian. Mm-hmm. And they loved him enough that he would come on Saturday nights and he loved the music that was rocking, and he, mm-hmm. he, he loved it. And when I presented the message, thank God the Holy Spirit spoke to him, and he stood up and received Jesus Christ as his Savior and yeah. Lord. And uh, he went off, man. Uh, you know, Baron, and this is kind of a crazy part of the story, uh, you know, as God leads me, just sometimes it's in strange ways. And before Brian accepted Jesus, I really felt like God put on my heart, hey, Make he didn't say hey again. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he did. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> he hit me with the two by four. Hey, it's Harry Carey. Hey, <laughs> oh, nice, great reference. Love it. Is it Harry Carey or Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell doing, doing Harry? Carey? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, anyway, uh, so I felt like God said you need to make Brian your brother, and so. Um, I was like, you mean brother in Christ? And yet again, I find myself having a conversation with God, dialogue, a little bit of arguing and everything. He said, Mm -hmm. no, just make him your brother. And so I spent some time with Brian. I said, Brian, you know, he's 18 years old at this time, getting ready to graduate high school and go off to A&M. I said, Brian, this is crazy. I know this is crazy. We sat at Chester's over a burger. Mm -hmm. And I said, "Um, I think I'd like to make you, if you want, to be my brother. Do you have a brother? He had stepbrothers. He's like, I don't really have you know, a brother, brother. I was like, well, I think if you'd like to, I, that's what I'd like to happen. Mm. And so I said, think about it. Cause I know it's crazy, you know, and everything. And he did think about it and he came back to me and this kid was so great. I just loved me. He had this slightly crooked smile and he had this, uh, kind of mischievous look in his eyes, like, but it was joy. And it was, there was just something there. Great kid. And uh, he said, yeah, I'll be your brother. I mean, you know, bless his heart. He probably didn't know what he was signing up for or anything. <laughs> well, you know, I prayed with him before he went off to A&M. He was in the Corps. And what did happen to Brian, I mean, he's one of those 12 victims of the bonfire tragedy. Mm-hmm. And, and I can remember like it was yesterday um, getting that phone call from Cindy Johnson and hearing um, mm-hmm. you know, they can't find they can't find Brian. And um, mm-hmm. just remembering um, that and remembering, I mean, how God used so many other people around Brian, including at A&M. Um, he had a girlfriend who was a strong Christian and really helped him along in his faith. And it 
just remembering how much God cares mm-hmm. that he would put all these pieces in place, knowing what was going to happen so that Brian would be in the presence of God, eternal life forever and ever. And uh, that was, you know, that was a part of our night song mission and vision was to reach, wow. you know, just reach people that God sent to us. And another one that he did, Baron, was... Um, a young woman, and, and Night Song was a while ago, uh, 97. That's a little mm-hmm. while ago. Mm-hmm. We need to have a 20-year anniversary next year. But uh, one of the young women that he sent to us uh, at the time, she ran a strip club. Mm-hmm. And uh, God God got her there. I'm telling you, out of those two or 3,000 churches in San Antonio, whatever the number is, you know, there's a handful that she could have walked into and just felt you know right at home. Mm-hmm. And that's what we were trying to do. And she became a Christian. Uh, eventually, I left Northern Hills and really focused on my very bold ministries mm-hmm. and doing some writing and doing the prayer events. And we kind of lost track of uh, Vivian. And then uh, just last year, after we'd started Momentum Bible Church, thank God she had been at another church that did a great job of discipling and teaching her. I'm so grateful for them. But God sent Vivian and her son Tristan back to us, to mm-hmm. Momentum Bible Church. And she showed up one Sunday, and I hadn't seen her, I mean, in, you know, 12, 13 years. And it was just such an incredible blessing to see her, Baron. And uh, she's become Mm -hmm. a really integral key part of what we're trying to do for Momentum Bible Church. So it all works together, I guess. Praise the Lord. Hey, you're listening to KSLR's Church of the Week program. We're talking to Pastor Steve Teal of Momentum Bible Church that meets at Cibolo Green Elementary School every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock, Cibolo Green, and Baron, that's out by Johnson High School. Cibolo Green, that kind of can throw people off because you got so Cibolo, like, the town, and, yeah. but we're out by Johnson High School. And so out I take by TPC the, Parkway out, or take, what do I do? I would take TPC Parkway. That's what I do. And, okay. uh, and you take it out like you're going towards JW Marriott. And at the top of the hill, before you ever get to the JW, you take a left at uh, Bulverde Green and about half a mile, seven-tenths of a mile, we're on your left. And we meet at this great school. Um, it's Cibolo Green. Uh, very, I mean, they've just been very accommodating. We're so grateful yeah. for them and for Northeast Independent uh, School District for welcoming churches. Now, not everybody does that. And I, I'm telling you, I give thanks every day for these people. They're so great. So here's Steve Teal putting yeah. on an event a long time ago yeah. talking about praying at the football games. And today you're praying in the schools. Exactly. Exactly. It. That is awesome. That is great. Momentum. Where'd you get the name? What What was the inspiration from Momentum yeah. Bible Church? Yeah. Because I looked in the concordance and I didn't see... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I like that. I like that. Oh, Barry, that's awesome. Uh, you know, some years ago, um, there was, uh, well, some years ago, uh, when I was a youth pastor, I was connected to several different youth pastors. And when we started doing the prayer event, of course, we really, you know, drew on them. And back in the day, Harvest Hands and uh, some pretty neat people. But um, Dee Dee Sedgwick at University United Methodist Church um Eventually, we hired her son to be the youth pastor at Northern Hills. He was there and did a great job. He was there for a couple of years. Now he's over in Houston. Mm-hmm. And I remember him telling me somewhere along the uh, along the way that Dee Dee and her crew, at who is no longer at university, she's doing a great ministry um, called Blueprint Ministries downtown, but um, that they had a youth group. They were calling it Momentum. And uh, that's the way. And I just thought, man, that's cool, Momentum. And so I just kind of jotted it down and thought that'd be a cool name for a church. And then uh, 
I'm man, I'm all about the Bible these days. You know, back at Night Song, we were really cutting edge, and uh, we taught the Bible, of course. But now it's really about the Bible and just teaching people. And so I put together Momentum Bible Church, and I uh, want Bible right smack dab in the middle. And then at the time, Baron, this this tells you how some of my ideas go because sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. Uh, you know how you get barbecue, right? Sure. Yeah. All right. So barbecue is sometimes like B A R the letter B Q. So I thought at the time this didn't work. NBC, <laughs> NBC momentum Bible church would be like embassy. It oh, would be yeah. an embassy, a place for ambassadors. Yeah, so I, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're nice. He's, he's a nice guy. Yeah. You and me, we've got two people. <laughs> but it, so didn't stick, huh? <laughs> it didn't stick, but All that's right. a lot of my ideas, but that's okay. Well, let's talk about the church there too. Now yeah. I, I imagine it's a typical, you, you come in, you do the worship thing, you do the teaching thing there too, but what's different about Momentum Bible Church? Uh, that's a great question. Well, I, I got to tell you the years after I left Northern Hills, God kind of had us bounce around some different churches. And uh, so some of the great churches in the city, I mean, CBC city church, we got to help a really close friend of mine, Ken Hicks, start Heights Community Church. Love Ken. And, oh, yeah. And, and Crossbridge. I mean, we got to see a lot of different churches. Now, when we would go to CBC or go to Bandera Road at the time, City Church, I got a confession, Baron. When church is over, you know, and you've got 3,000 people or whatever in the sanctuary, I am the first one out the door. When I'm not on staff or not the pastor, I'm I'm trying to beat the traffic. Right. It's really sad, but really true. So um, I noticed for me, I was like, man, I, I, and I had good friends at uh, at all those churches, but um, but I just noticed I was just trying to you know get out of there, and that just was the wrong idea. So what we developed for Momentum Bible Church is that an integral part of our worship experience is that we go from your typical contemporary praise, like you said, you know, all the good stuff, Chris Tomlin, all, all the, all the good stuff, uh, Christian Stanfield, you, you name it, Carrie Job. Uh, then we go to the teaching and, and I teach and I preach. I throw a bone there to, yeah. to Justin too, because he's a long, you know, old friend of mine too. Justin Graves? Is your, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's, that is awesome. I didn't, I didn't make that connection. Yeah. Justin and Michelle, they are our missionaries to Hollywood. Yeah. And so uh, they were just here Sunday, and they'll be back later in the summer. Our first ever meeting was actually in their home. And so they're a crucial big part of this, uh, no matter where God sends them. So, yeah, I didn't know that. That's there cool. So anyway, what um, what we do is uh, to prevent people like me from just, you know, <laughs> ditching, dine and ditch, is uh, after the message, we go into small groups Good. and uh, about 20 or 25 minutes. If the preacher would s- just shut up every once in a while, they could have a little bit more time in the groups. But um, and we have questions that are related to the message. We just have a time for people to connect. And I'll tell you what, um, yeah, for me, that's one of the, the coolest things about what we do, just because even if you don't like me as a preacher and you know you're never coming back yeah. or you're just not, you know, ready for the adventure of a church start because that's i mean you know we're we're like the size of a mustard seed i meant to bring one in they're small Mm -hmm. and that's where we are right now but what we need is when people come in is to catch the vision that right now we're a mustard seed but god has something much bigger in store for us 
And so anyway, but with the groups, uh, even if you don't like me and you say, hey, I'm going to another church, that's fine. But um, we want to give you that opportunity to connect. So after mm-hmm. 20, 25 minutes, it doesn't replace like a life group. It doesn't. It's not going to mean that you have a lifelong relationship, but it's going to give you an opportunity to say, hey, I met some nice people. And when you leave, even if you know you're not coming back, you've made a connection. So that's that's yeah. kind of the idea. And it's awesome, Baron. It's yeah, cool. You're so right, because it's so easy to slip out. And even yeah. to go into a, a huge church or, you know, whatever thousand folks and then to come in and leave and not talk to anybody right you know maybe yeah maybe the fun nice greeter there uh, who right I, who right I just want to get past anyway. yeah yeah <laughs> and you know what baron even in our church even though i mean some sundays we have 30 people yeah some sundays you know we have 50 but sometimes we dip down into the 20s even then you could show up and you could slip away I mean, if if we weren't having groups, you could mm-hmm. just slip in. People would say hi, but you wouldn't make a connection, and then you'd be out the door. And so this way, this just gives people an opportunity, and I love it. It would be hard for me to go back and do church a different way just because I think it's it's really cool. It's really cool. I'm going to challenge you here. Uh-oh. Okay? Uh-oh, challenge. In, in 30 We're seconds. on the clock. In 30 seconds, can you tell me how we should pray for you, Steve Teal, Pastor Steve Teal of Momentum Bible Church? Wow, yeah. Um, You know, just pray. I think the harvest is there. Part of what God has put on my heart is re-evangelism. We want to reach people that have drifted away from the church. So if our listeners would be praying for us that God would help those people to know about Momentum Bible Church to come in. That's a big part of it. And we still want to reach people that just don't know Jesus at all. So if you would just pray for uh, pray for all that, pray for God's wisdom and pray for God to bring those people and some more of those all-star team members like we have now, man, it'd be awesome, Baron. Awesome. Well, all this week we've been hearing your devotionals uh, every morning at uh, at uh, seven uh, seven fifty nine right after focus on the family at eleven twenty uh, fifty nine and then again at uh, five twenty nine. Thank you for doing those for us. If you've missed any of those, you can find them on our website at kslr.com. Just click on the Church of the Week page, and in fact, you can hear this interview again on demand uh, on our podcast page. Uh, just look up Church of the Week. Pastor Steve Teal from Momentum Bible Church. How do we learn more about the church website? Oh, MomentumBibleChurch.com or go to Facebook and just you know click uh, right in there, type in Momentum Bible Church. And you're meeting every Sunday at 10 o'clock at Cibolo Green Elementary School. That's One more it. time, where is it at? It is 24315 Bulverde Green out by Johnson High School, north of 1604, near 281. Come on out. Thank you, Pastor Steve Teal. <laughs> thank you, Baron. And thank you for listening to the KSLR Church of the Week with Momentum Bible Church. This is AM630 KSLR, The Word in South Texas. Thank you for joining us today as we featured the AM630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at kslr.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.